Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'm your host, Lueda Roshki, and I came to tell you God is good. He's good, He's large, and He's He's in charge. He loves you, and God has a purpose for your life. And I just want to start out this morning and just read a few scriptures to you. It's Psalms 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Now get this, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusted him. Taste means to partake of, to discern, to perceive, to evaluate, to eat, to take of. So the Lord wants you to perceive today and to discern and just partake of him that he is good, his goodness. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. He's not following you with a judge's gavel to pounce upon you. He's chasing you down with goodness and mercy. He is so good. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil evil, and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Seek peace and pursue it. I love that. And we're going to talk a bit uh, today about peace and unity and some different things that I believe that God is speaking uh, across our nation and in our community. And he's calling us and he's inviting us to join him in that, to partake of that, and to uh, be his representatives on this earth. Well, today you have a treat. You have a wonderful treat because we have uh, Pastor Jimmy Sportsman, of Kerrville Church of Christ. He's an amazing man. I just love his spirit. God has given him a special grace and a special revelation of the body of Christ and the love of God and walking in unity. Uh, and he he was at the gathering, which was uh, a meeting that we had in 2015, I believe, uh, here in Kerrville uh, at the stadium, and, and all the different denominations came. And he prayed an amazing prayer that released things and changed things in the atmosphere. And I'm going to have him talk about that in a moment. But right now, I just want to welcome you this morning, Pastor Jimmy Sportsman. You are such a blessing to us in this community. Well, thank you so very much. And you're too kind. Well, no, I'm truthful. (laughs) I am truthful. But, you know, today I was praying about and uh, what God wanted us to speak about and talk about this morning. And the topic, the, the words that they may be one, mm. that they may be one. And I'm going to read this scripture, then you and I are just going to have a, a, a conversation that Wonderful. I believe will minister to people. John 17, 20 through 23, is Jesus prayed that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. He says that again. Mm-hmm. I in them and you and me that they may be, be made perfect in one 
and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Now, that's my favorite part, that you have loved. God the Father loves us the same way he loved Jesus. The Amplified Version says this, I and them, you and me, in order that they may become one and perfectly united, perfectly united that the world may know and definitely recognize that you sent me and that you have loved them even as you have loved me. Pastor Jimmy, you have a special revelation of that, and you, spe- you have a special way to impart that to other people. I saw that at the gathering. No, thank you. Um, it started uh, in a little town called Catula, Texas. Uh, it was my first ministry right out of seminary. And, um, of course, when you, when you first hit the ground running as any minister, I think you are, you're excited, but you're curious at the same time about how this is all going to unfold and, 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 and um, hopefully make a difference for the kingdom. And while I was in Catula, one of the most memorable aspects of the seven years that I was there learning how to be a preacher and being loved on by some incredible people and uh, just God did some amazing things there. God introduced me to a man by the name of Steve Luna uh, who was with the Foursquare Gospel Church at the time. Interesting name, the Noah's Ark Foursquare Gospel Church. Wow. Didn't quite get the name, but (laughs) loved the guy. Uh, But... It was interesting that uh, that God, our past cross, and I met him at the post office one day, and just the spirit was on him that intrigued me, especially when I found out again about the name uh, of the church that he pre- he preached for. And and uh, curiously enough, I, I called him one day to say, could we get together and have some coffee? And i never forget, I, he, um, I didn't get him. I, I got his answer machine. And uh, he said, Dios te bendiga. <laughs> Glory to God, I guess yeah. in Spanish yeah. on some level. And uh, his name's Steve Luna, what church he preached for. I'm just glad that, that, that you've called my phone today. May you be blessed. And I just, I'd never heard things like uh-huh. that before. Uh-huh. Um, and so we began a relationship. And um, interestingly enough, uh, they invited me to come over and preach at their church, which they met on Saturday night and Sunday. And they met in a small trailer. And so I had a chance to go to their church. And it was just so amazing to walk. I mean, there was maybe 15, 16 people. And the drum set and the instruments took up two-thirds of the, <laughs> the little trailer. Um, and and they started praising, and um, it was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, we, um, uh, we just became instant friends. That went deeper. And what was, um, what was uh, shocking to me was is after that experience, I went back and I shared it with our – we didn't have elders at the church there. It was it's a small church. It was about 60. And I uh, told the man, I said, you know, I'd love to have Steve over now on a, a Sunday night or something along those lines. And, and as soon as that uh, meeting was done, uh, the gentleman who launched that church, maybe like 40 years before, uh, took, me to si- took me aside and said, um, that'll never happen. Mm. Mm. And again, I'm a baby preacher. I don't know what, what you can and can't do. I just know that, that I had read that prayer in John 17 uh, while I was um, in seminary. It really didn't impact me quite as much as it did that day. And, and all of a sudden, that, the, the Word of God came back to me and said, wait a minute. Uh, a key to the world believing that Jesus came and it mattered, has relevancy. You, you read it three times in the text mm-hmm. that you just read, that they may know that you sent me. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I thought this, this has got to be part of it. It's not just a, a, a great sermon that's delivered or a great church program that meets some needs, but somehow or another, God was, was wanting to connect the, the, the different congregations together uh-huh. Not necessarily to form one big church, right? Um, but but I think to re- and there's two things that I feel like that we could do. Uh, and, I, and when I moved to Kerrville, uh, David just really oh, uh, touched David my Danielson. yes, yes, he's you know, such he, a blessing. He preaches at Impact Church, and, and 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 it's amazing how you can walk in a room and God immediately before a person 
says anything to you, just knit your heart together. Yes. And that's David and I. Yes. It's been a unique relationship. Uh, he, he already has had a, 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 big, a big hand in the, in the unification of the body of Christ here in Kerrville. Yes, he has. Um, but, well, he's the head of the Kerrville Minister Alliance, and, yes, he and he's the perfect one for that because he has that heart. Phenomenal. Uh, and so he began to knit our hearts together uh, in, in that regards, and we, we determined there's two things that we know that we can do in the body of Christ, regardless of what faith family we come from, mm-hmm. and that is we can serve together with the love of Christ, and we can celebrate and worship and praise and adore Him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as difficult as sometimes ways of worshiping can mm-hmm. be, there are still uh, songs that we can sing and, uh, and, and music that we can share that, that knits our heart. And, and that was the gathering, which was so fun to be a part of. Uh, and you mentioned that. And um, I remember when David asked me to have a part of, of that, and it was because I had shared with him. I said, you know, before we can go further uh, and, and I think experience some of the wonders that God wants for the church to experience in oneness, we've got to repent of our division. Mm. Uh, I think repentance always comes before uh, true life change. And, and, and on the level for the church, I think that has to happen uh, literally all across the country. And I think we've seen it in this last year, uh, the coming together with um, Tony Evans. I can't mm-hmm. remember the mm-hmm. name of the event, uh, but just seeing that happen across the United States of America. We're, we're, and again, it's not just simply saying, hey, our, our, where we disagree doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That just pushes us further into, into study and helps us to, to find out how we can find even more common ground. But I think those Jesus Christ to begin with, um, the one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, those are some major things that we can build upon and go, you too? And so it's been fun. Yeah. I've been on a journey since 1982. I guess that started with Steve till now. To, and, and it's never left me. It's just this desire to see who could we be? How, how could the kingdom truly influence the world? If we would we just find some common ground and celebrate that. Yeah. And he's doing it. Yes. It's not that I hope he does. He's doing it. Yes. And it's as you and I and other believers say yes to it. Right. As we agree and we line our hearts and our thinking and our words and open up our hearts to other people that it's happening. Right. And you, you mentioned that one Lord, one faith. And that was another passage. I was gonna go, I'm going to read that right quick. Ephesians okay. 4, right. verse 1. Therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called. And I think part of that walking worthy, worthy is unity. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. With all lowliness, which you, to be in unity with somebody, you have to humble, be lonely, lowly. Lowliness and gentleness with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. Sure. That's how you stay in unity. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit of the bond of peace. Now, there's the unity of the spirit, Pastor Jimmy. And there's a unity that God wants us to come to with him. He said that they, we may be one as we are one. You know, that's what Jesus prayed. So we need to be one with him and then one with one another. And it's that that creates a bond of peace. I, I never really thought about that before, mm-hmm. that there's a bond of peace and that word, that particular uh, piece is quietness, calmness, absence of strife, tr- tranquility, harmo- harmonious. It's, it's like a symphony sounding together, a beautiful symphony. When we walk in peace, there is one body, one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. So if we can come together over Christ... Right. You know, that old song, let's come together right now over mm-hmm. me. I heard a, a, a minister take that 
and come. He took that old worldly song, let's come together over Jesus. And when we do that, then that creates that bond of peace. But it requires that there is an humbling of ourselves. You know, you know what I have found, and I've been a Christian since I was 10 years old, and that was many decades ago. We won't tell you how many, but there's a <laughs> lot of decades in there. But, you know, we kind of had a little bit of exclusivity. Sure. We had a little bit of we are better than you. Sure. Uh, we know more than you. Uh, uh, for, I mean, for anybody. Our, our, you know, uh, I was, I'm, a little Pentecostal right. girl, non-denominational Pentecostal, believe in, you know, speaking in tongues and all of that. I'll just put it out there. But, you know, we kind of thought that if somebody didn't, that we were better than them. Right. And some even went as far as think, well, they just weren't really saved. And I'm, I never bought into that. But, you know, little girl growing up, I'm observing these things, sure. Pastor Jimmy. And how that we kind of thought we had the corner on the market with God. See, I, I'm really upset because I thought we were the exclusive ones. You know? <laughs> uh, I felt like we we had the corner on the market on that. Um, There's really, a lot of corners, apparently. And, and, and that's well, when you and you hate to say it, but at the same time, almost I, I know that God has to birth new things because sometimes the old wineskins aren't going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to be honest, as a minister, I see a new another new church yes. open its doors, and I go, "Wow, I know it's tough to stay." in but jesus was so incarnational i mean he came and got in the mess of judaism and its legalism and how far it had been really there separated go. from god mm-hmm. he came and got in it with them and, and again i don't mean this in, a, in a, as an ugly way toward anyone who's launching a new ministry but for those of us who are here we're going really there's there's 77 flavors not 31 77 <laughs> flavors out here right? you can't find one to be a part of so yeah, yeah. and i think part of it i'm just going to be honest is is we want control mm. We do, and we have to Come constantly on. fight that. Every single, I do. I mean, mm-hmm. even as a, as a senior minister who, who's been called to leadership and, and is expected to do that, wow, it's difficult when, when what I see mm-hmm. um, runs headlong into what another one of my church leaders sees. Mm-hmm. And it's a little different. Yeah. And so here's, are we talking about marriage here? Yeah, we can. <laughs> uh, that, yes, that, absolutely. And how he parallels that yeah. with the body of Christ. I think it's a great example yes. because my wife and I are one flesh. Mm-hmm. And that's not just in an intimate way. I'm mm-hmm. saying we are, we've been married for 35 years. Me too. Uh, and yet at the same time, man, we can be on the opposite ends of an issue. I know that's probably strange yeah, to you. I no, mean, I've <laughs> never experienced that. <laughs> but my goodness, but here's the deal. It, that covenant we made with yeah, each other. Right forces us, yeah. if we honor it, to, uh, to stay in the fight mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. and to figure it out. Sometimes you have to fight for peace. And, and all of a sudden, there's this, there's this, I don't want to say it's my way or your way, there's a third way yeah. that comes out of that that's better than both of our ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the thing where in the flesh we've, we've gotten just weak. Mm-hmm. We haven't stayed in it with each other and mm-hmm. said, okay, what's, what's the new thing God's doing here that's not your way or my way? Yeah. And, and I think that's the challenge. It yeah. really is for anyone who is in a marriage or anyone who's in a, in a faith family right now is to stay in there and, and in that covenant, um, figure it out. Now, one of the things you mentioned about uh, the unity of the spirit, here's what I see textually that, that I think sometimes we forget. For by one spirit, we were baptized, all of us, into one body. Mm-hmm. Um, neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. Right. So there is this, and he mentioned some people who are who had been at, uh, very much at odds. The Jew-Gentile thing was greater a division than probably the black-white issue uh, in our, in our mm-hmm. times now, it, or at least minimally the same. 
And somehow or another, the Spirit was able to bring those differences together uh, in such a way that it shocked the world. It really did. Mm -hmm. And so now... God says that when we give our life to Christ, it's, it's not a personal relationship with Him. Yes, we have that too. But it is a communal relationship. And, and what happens is, is we wind up, we've got the Spirit working in us already, but that flesh keeps battling and it, it starts wedging it out. Mm -hmm. it, it's like a cancer that comes in that I, I continue to, to allow and not address. And so that spirit of oneness gets destroyed. I don't have to create it. Mm -hmm. He's already doing it. Mm -hmm. But what I do is I do start desecrating it and, and I'm a part of dividing it. And there's where I think you have to have honest brothers and sisters who say, I, I'm not sure what you're, you're drawing a line in the sand over is for the body. Yeah, I think it's on. for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what, can we look at this and say, now, what, we may have to go a little bit slower. We may have to convince some other people differently. But, but can we do this together? Yeah. Now, in regards to this body of Christ that's at large right now, we're, we are still the body of Christ. I, I, that's what I, I think we forget. We are one in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. But we, we've got some wedges. We've got to pull those wedges out. Mm -hmm. and, and I think some of that comes, and I found this out, this is probably the biggest thing that moved uh, my desire for oneness forward is just simply what we're doing here today. Uh, we go to different churches. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet at the same time, there's a curiosity about each other. Mm -hmm. And like you said, a humility to say, you know, maybe I don't know everything about the Spirit. Maybe I maybe don't know everything. I can learn everything. something from you. <laughs> and our elders, probably the, from Catula, we went to Rudos in New Mexico. Our elders invited over a church called Grace Covenant. Again, a charismatic church similar to uh, mm -hmm. Impact. And, uh, and they said, I'll never forget this, we, we want to hear what you know, what you've learned about the Holy Spirit. Wow. And we were at that time wow. a church that barely said the word Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Wow. Uh, and we're really, we'd seen so much of the extreme, we said, if that's what he's about, thanks, yeah, but forget no thanks. It. <laughs> and that's what, uh, tragically yeah. enough, that's what you hear. Yeah. Uh, and so for us, we invited them over, and for almost three months, we studied the Holy Spirit. And what's interesting is this when we moved out of it, we were, uh, when I moved there, we were in this dilapidated old building, and God moved us into a, an old Safeway. And the very first service we had there, God brought them over. And they came as a, as a church to help us open our church oh, together. Oh, wow. So I've had That's a chance great. to taste that. Yeah. And to say, once you have, you don't want to go yeah. back. Yeah. You, how can we figure this out together? Yeah. And so for anybody who is listening, I'm saying no matter how exclusive and hardcore it seems like where you're at, I promise you, the body's still the body. Mm-hmm. And, and what, we're, what we're asking of God right now is, would you heal your body? Yeah. The oneness is there. Mm -hmm. and, and somehow or another, the, the blood of Christ has got to flow again yeah. into some of these parts that where we've cut it off. Right. Because what we really have relied upon is our control, our preferences, and not the blood of Christ. And you know what? I, I feel like the reason that we want to control is out of fear. Sure. You know, control is always fear-based, sure, yeah. you know, and pride-based. But we want everything to be controlled the way we think it should be. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm a, I have, I'm a head of my ministry, and I, you know, and I have all these capable, wonderful people that help and are anointed and called to do it. And I have to catch myself, you know, and I have a certain way I want things done, and, you know, and I'm the way I see it. And, I mean, but we work together very well. Mm -hmm. We do. We work very well together. But a lot of times I recognize and I realize they have a better way of doing right. it, and I need to lean into that. But and doesn't that, that always pride? feel a little bit awkward? Yes. I mean, uh, and, yeah. and it, it is, you say the word humble like it's just a spiritual thing, but it's like, man, I just, 
this this is embarrassing. There's because yeah. you know I didn't. I'm not. If that's true, yeah. Then I wasn't the bright one. Right. I wasn't the yeah. you know. And there's a little bit of that that goes with it, which, yeah. which makes humility so yeah. hard. Well, you know, God puts a a deposit of His glory on the inside of each of mm-hmm. us in a unique way. He puts a certain revelation of Himself and a certain way to express it that's different than anyone else. And like, it's not for your glory. It's His glory. But He deposits in you. My way of singing, my way of uh, preaching, my way of teaching is different than somebody else's. But it's my own unique glory that He deposited for His glory. Right. And so we need to be able to recognize and learn from and allow others to express because... Here's the thing, somebody else expressing their, their portion of God, their glory, their, right. their way of, of, of honoring Him and moving in the gifts and, and their own special endowment of the gift is not going to take away from mine. No. no. And that's the thing. But, but, but whenever you are insecure yourself, mm-hmm. when you, you feel like there's something missing, something broken, and, and we've all been broken, you know, and God is still healing us up in every area, you know. But when we feel like someone else's, for lack of a better word, success or someone else's fulfillment of their calling and purpose somehow diminishes ours, well, then it's, it's a problem that we have on the inside that God wants to heal us and say, I'm good. Taste right. and taste and eat. Perceive that I am good and I made you in my image. You're good. But when we as Church of Christ, Baptist, Lutheran, Methodist, uh, you know, Pentecostal, non-denominational, Catholic, all these different ones, as we begin to realize that we are the arm, the legs, the feet, the eyes, the ears, you know, the fingers, that we are all these different parts. But put together, we are a force to be reckoned with on this earth. Okay. We can move things on this earth. And that's, I believe, why, Pastor Jimmy, and we're fixing to wrap up this segment and be back in a minute. But I believe that is why there's such... You know, like I said, I've been serving God for decades, but I've never seen such a push like I'm seeing now in the spirit to come together in unity, to to make a difference and an impact on this earth because there is so much strife and divisions and riots and hatred and hurt and wounding and fear out there in our nation and in the world. They need the body of Christ to rise up in love with the goodness and the mercy and the grace of God. You know, that doesn't mean that we condone sin. It means that we love the sinner. Mm-hmm. It means that we, we extend salvation to them. We, we open up our arms to them. And I want us to talk in the next segment, uh, some more about that, but also the, the purpose and what God, I believe, is going to do through that. Okay. Because even right here in Kerrville, you know, the Lord put it on my heart back in this last summer to start doing a community prayer meeting that I've sure. been doing once a month. And I just thought, well, who am I to start a prayer? I mean, I don't have a church. I mean, I've got a ministry, but you know what I mean? It's just not. Sure. And I thought, you know, and I'm not a man and I, you know, all these things. And it's like, Lord said, I didn't ask you about any of that. I asked right. you to do what Either I called you to do. That's right. <laughs> and so we've been doing it, Pastor. In fact, in uh, on May the 4th, Thursday, May 4th, we're going to have our community prayer meeting at uh, 6 o'clock. Okay at Zion Lutheran Church. They let me come and use their church. Wow. At Zion Lutheran Church, we have all, all different denominations You mean coming. them Lutherans are wanting in? They are, okay. Yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> And we have all different denominations coming to pray and to seek the Lord. And uh, in behalf of our nation and our community, we've had uh, different leaders in the community, the, the mayor, different ones, because people know it's time. People know it's necessary. We have to. We can't be divided 
by differences sure. that that are really not that important. Yeah. I mean, not the division is. Do you do you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord? That's, That's right. it. You know that, that we can come together on that. So uh, praise God. Well, we are going to be back in just a moment, but I just want to encourage you to uh, go to my website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. We have lots of different resources and uh, ministries, podcasts, DVDs, those type things that well, I believe will help you in your walk and that uh, it will help you to come into this oneness and unity and to be free. And so I invite you to go to that. Also, you can call my uh, prayer line. It's a toll-free 866-241-0579, 866 866- Six two four one zero five seven nine. We have uh, trained, anointed, uh, powerful prayer ministers that believe in miracles. They believe in miracles. They really do. And that God can change your life. So call and we will pray for you. And we will send you out uh, some scriptures that you can stand on. And uh, we just love connecting with you. It's such a blessing uh, to know that you are listening, you are watching, you've gone to the website. And also on our website, you can see where my TV program is airing if you, uh, so that you can be ministered to more. So anyway, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Right back. 